Rugby, Leinster League Division 1B. Tullo ease relegation fears with hard-fought Derby win. The score, Carlo 22, Tullo 30. The bragging rights for Rugby and Carlo have bounced back east to Tullo after their hard-fought win over Carlo in the Leinster League at Oak Park on Sunday. The game doubled up as the annual contest for the Carpe Diem Cup, which Tullo have now retained. But most of all, this derby win over the old enemy has lifted the Slaney Siders out of the relegation territory which was threatening two weeks ago. Tullow came to Oak Park with determination in their every sinew and had a try on the board in the fourth minute. A penalty was kicked to the corner. The line-out maul was crabbed over to the posts, leaving Carlo with little cover on the right. Tullow exploited this and William Hollow O'Brien scored in the corner. Paul Canavan got an excellent conversion from the touchline and followed it with two penalties to put the visitors 13 points up. From the start, Carlo were trying to play expansively through their backs and this was stretching the Tullow defence. Eventually, in the 23rd minute, the home side registered their first score when centre David McDermott broke a tackle to run in under the posts. Carlo continued to make threatening runs with Connell Slater and Wes Shirley to the fore. Just before half-time, Shirley got through for Carlo's second try under the posts. Richard White's conversion put Carlo into a 14-13 lead at the interval. Tullo had the wind in the second half, but Carlo continued to flash the ball across the backs and were rewarded with another's try six minutes after the restart. This time David McDermott was the provider along the left touchline with a cut-out pass to Kayvon Brennan, who jinked his opposite number to score out wide. The conversion was missed, but within minutes, Carlo's Richard White had kicked a long-range penalty to put his side into a 22-13 lead. At this stage, a home victory looked most likely, but Carlo's Achilles heel intervened to give the initiative to the visitors. In the first half, Carlo conceded eight penalties to one by Tullo. In the second half, the penalty count was Carlo 8, Tullo 2. With the wind behind them, Tullow number 10 Paul Canavan time and again drove Carlo back into their 22. While the home side surprisingly shaded the scrums and the line-outs were 50-50, the visitors dominated the loose rucks and malls. The front five tucked the ball under their arms and charged into the opposition. Carlo continued to concede penalties and eventually Martin Cole burst through for a try. This, plus another Canavan penalty, put Tullow back into a 23-22 lead. The home side tried to play their way from the 22, but made too many errors. Carlos Keane Clark was yellow-carded, and Tullow tails were up. Next score came from player of the match, Paul Canavan, who crossed near the post. He duly converted to deny Carlo a losing bonus point. However, Tullow ran out of time to get the four-try bonus point. Speaking after the win, Tullow coach Morris Logue said that Tullow had to win that encounter. We didn't want to lose two in a row to Carlo. We kept our composure and tightened our game when Carlo seemed to be opening us up and played to our own strengths. Carlo coach Corey Carty said that discipline was the key issue. Our attacking game was very good, but it was undermined by the concession of penalties and a yellow card. Our focus is now on next week's game against Clondalkin, where we will have to bounce back from today's loss. The Carlo team. Richard White, Callum Murphy, David McDermott, 
Dan Crotty, Kayvon Brennan, Alan Owens, Jeff McDermott, Owen Edgehill, Connell Slater, Kean Clark, John Lyons, Wes Shirley, Captain, Connor Tracy, Johnny Murphy, James Nolan, and the subs, Evan Gordon, Alan Byrne, Paddy Mackey, Cormac Murray, John White. Tullo team, Sean Doyle, Ryan O'Neill, Connor Lenehan, Jack Johnson, William O'Brien, Paul Canavan, Dylan Laybourne, Scott Colbeck, Captain, Jordan Laybourne, Tom Cashin, Martin Cole, John Hanbidge, Jack MacDonald, James O'Brien, Stephen Smith, the subs, Louis Kilcoyne, Joe Waters, Des MacDonald, Aho Bloomfield, William Cass O'Brien. Athletics. Nolan and Morrissey set new championship best performances at indoors. St. Lawrence O'Toole AAC sent a strong contingent of athletes to the recent Indoor Leinster Athletics Championships in TUS Athlone's International Indoor Stadium. Adam Nolan led the way with an impressive double in the pole vault, jumping 4 metres, and came in a championship best performance in the 60 metres hurdles in a time of 8.25 seconds. Adam crowned off the day to be presented with Athletics Ireland Athlete of the Year in Carlo for 2021, which was presented by AAI President John Cronin. Ben Nolan, a very impressive young athlete in his first visit to indoor competition, came home with the gold in the under-13 boys 60-metre sprint after winning all his heats on the way to the final. Chloe Ryan set an example of hard training to achieve the result by winning the under-16 shot putt with a putt of 10.32 metres. All pole vaulters were at the top of their game by winning four gold and two silver medals. One who is making great strides is Cara Morrissey, who in the girls' under-16 pole vault set a new championship best performance of 2.7 metres. Adam Nolan, under-19 pole vault, 4 metres. Cody Ryan, under-18 pole vault, gold, 2.6 metres. Lee Prendergast, under-17 pole vault, gold, 2.7 metres. Reuben McCarthy, under-17 pole vault, 2.6 metres and Dylan Davies under 15 pole vault, 2 metres. Athletes who reached the final were Reuben McCarthy under 17 hurdles, 4th place, Kiva Byrne under 17 400 metres, 4th place, and 800 metres, 6th place, Anna Dunnikin under 15 60 metres, 6th place, Emily Lawler under 16 200 metres, 6th place. Other athletes who competed but did not make the podium, Kate Murphy, Ava Broderick, Alicia Dalton, Roisin Corcoran, Saoirse Byrne, Cassio Byrne, Orla Kelly, June Ashmore and Julia Sagar Guadeloupe. Carlo Soccer LFA Under-19 Cup Last 16 Hanover hold their nerve in penalty shootout to qualify for LFA Under-19 quarterfinals. Article by Harry Shorthose. The score, Hanover Harps nil, Evergreen nil. After extra time, Hanover win 5-4 on penalties. Hanover needed a penalty shootout to see off Evergreen of Kilkenny and progress to the next round, despite dominating the game for 110 minutes. Hanover had many chances to win as they controlled the game and had the majority of the possession, but couldn't convert their chances. The early exchanges were tight, with few chances as the two sides cancelled each other out. Hanover went close on 25 minutes when Owen Byrne, a 
broke down the left and crossed in for Ryan Brady at the back post, who scuffed his effort. Two minutes later, Evergreen had an effort from the right saved. On the half-hour mark, an Adam McCarran effort was deflected out for a corner. The corner from the left saw a scramble in the box, but the ball was cleared. A few minutes later, Byrne went close in the box but stumbled and couldn't control the ball. Just before half-time, Brady crossed from the left for Byrne in the middle, but he couldn't get on the end of it and it fell to Jack Murphy at the back post, who put it into the side netting. Evergreen's Killian Hackett had a shot saved just before half-time. Eight minutes into the second half, Bill Smith broke down the left but was blocked. The resulting corner kick was cleared. Two minutes later, a burn long-range effort was hit well wide. On the hour mark, a Luke Owens free kick for Evergreen was hit well over the bar. Shortly after, Adam McCarran's header went just wide, while Brandon Kelly was played in but couldn't get on the end of it. With 20 minutes to go, Kyle Foley's free kick from the halfway line found McCarran, who headed wide. Three minutes later, a Kelly effort from the left was saved. With 14 minutes to go, Hackett's effort from distance was deflected at the goalkeeper. A minute later, Evan Kyogori was played in, but the goalie stopped it and a corner was also saved. With 10 minutes to go, nobody could get on the end of a Kelly cross with the evergreen goalie off his line. Four minutes later, Gorry went close from the right, just missing the far post. Neither side could break the deadlock, so it went to extra time. Within two minutes, Gorry's effort from the right was saved and a Jack Dunn header bouncing into the goalkeeper from far out. Four minutes later, Dunn was played on but couldn't get to the ball in time with the goalkeeper collecting it. With a minute to go until half-time, a corner from the left found the head of Foley whose header hit off the post. After the break, Dylan Hunston's free kick was hit at the Hanover goalkeeper. With two minutes to go, Dylan Lawless went close from the left, but his effort went over the bar. A Hanover corner in the dying moments from the left was headed across the face of the box and wide. With extra time not being able to separate the two sides, it was down to who could keep their nerve from the spot in a penalty shootout. Following three penalties apiece, Matthew Kelleher skyrocketed his effort, with Harry Lloyd and Brandon Kelly both converting to give Hanover a 5-4 win to progress to the next round. The teams, Hanover Harps, Jason Brennan, Mikey Horahan, Dylan Doyle, Kyle Foley, Jamie Furlong, Adam McCarran, Brandon Kelly, Ryan Brady, Owen Byrne, Yarno Fisher, Jack Murphy. Evergreen, Oshin Doyle, Luke Doyle, Dara Casey, Bill Smith, Justin Okunobo, Matthew Kelleher, Dylan Hunston, Ryan Royler, Killian Hackett, Luke Owens, Dylan Lawless. Carlo Soccer, Carlo Cup Round 1. Dorgan strikes in extra time to send New Oak through at the expense of St. Joseph's. Article by John Burke. The score, New Oak Boys B2, St. Joseph's FC1 after extra time. New Oak began well and put Joseph's under pressure. New Oak created early chances and were unlucky when a Robert Purcell shot struck off the post. However, the longer the first half went on, the more St. Joseph's grew into the game and they finished the first half on top with more play and possession. Still, this closely contested cup tie remained scoreless at the half-time break. 
In the second half, the game opened up and St. Joseph's made it 1-0 in the 50th minute when Daniel Donegan was released down the right wing and crossed for Padraig Webb, who finished with his left foot. However, New Oak were not behind for long and in the 55th minute, a brilliant free kick from Ben Dorgan levelled the game after St. Joseph's gave away a needless foul within striking distance for one all. Both teams tried their best to win the game in regulation time, with St. Joseph's Evan Maguire coming close from a free kick, followed by a great chance created by Luca Hutton in the box, but it wasn't to be and an extra 30 minutes was required. Neither team fancied the prospect of penalties, which made for an exciting extra time period, with all-out attack to try and win the game. It was still level at half-time despite some good chances for both sides and the same for the majority of the second half. The game seemed destined for a penalty shootout until four minutes from time, when a defence-splitting pass from the outstanding Jesse Clark found Ben Dorgan in space, and he made no mistake to put New Oak into the next round. The best for New Oak B were Stephen Lacey, Ger Brennan and Jesse Clark. Best for St. Joseph's were Padraig Webb, Jack Murphy and Kuba Brzezinski. Carlo Soccer Tully's Travel Division 1 Vale on the brink of league title Report by Keen Madden The score Vale Wanderers 2 Cretillard United B nil. It was clear from early on what the intention of both teams were. Vale, pushing forward in numbers to try and get the three points that puts them one step closer to promotion and Cretillard wanting to sit back and absorb the pressure and hit them on the break. Vale had the majority of possession in the first half and created a couple of half chances in the first few minutes through Charlie Nolan, Sean Smithers and Dylan Hand, but none were converted. Charlie Nolan came closest for Vale from a Cormac O'Hara cutback. Vale looked nervous for the next 15 minutes, giving away silly free kicks and allowing Cretillard a way into the game, but dealt with everything that came their way. Both teams cancelled each other out for the remainder of the half and they went in scoreless at the break. Vale emerged a different side in the second half and instantly created good chances, but again failed to convert them. Vale were well on top playing some good football, but couldn't find a way past Sean Brown in the Cretillard goal, who was having a superb game. Martin Bridget came close with a header bouncing off the bar and onto the goal line, which was then cleared. Vale also had another chance when the ball bobbled around the six-yard box, but nobody could get a touch on it. Sean Smithers and James Dowling were causing problems for the Cretillard defence, but neither were able to turn chances into goals. As the game went on, Vale continued pushing forward, and it felt as if a goal would never come. The introduction of Mark Fitzgerald added some much-needed energy to Vale's attacking play. On 83 minutes, the ball dropped on the edge of the box and Fitzgerald rose highest to knock the ball into James Dowling's path and he expertly cut inside the full-back and unleashed an unstoppable strike into the top corner to send the home support wild. Both teams continued in much the same manner and Vale put their foot down and again had a few half-chances. After Jason Daly was fouled 25 yards from goal, Jack Tracy struck the free kick into the far top corner to make it 2-0. Vale saw the game out from here, with Tom Gardner, Jack Tracy and Mark Fitzgerald standing out for Vale, while best for Cretillard were Paddy Meany, Sean Brown 
and Noel Leach. Soccer scores. Carlo Soccer League, LFA Under-19 Cup, last 16. Hanover Harps nil, Evergreen nil. After extra time, Hanover win 5-4 on penalties. Carlo Cup Round 1, New Oak Boys B2, St. Joseph's FC 1, after extra time. Balting Glastown 5, Fort Barrington FC 0. Burns Celtic 1, Nurney Villa 1. Nurney win 3-4 after penalties. Vale Wanderers B3, Hanover Harps B2. Paul Kerwin Memorial Under-17 Cup Quarter-Final, Nurney 5, St. Joseph's 1. Ballymurphy 0, Kaleshan 2. JF Sport Under-19 League, St. Pat's Boys 1, Dolman Celtic 1. Tully's Travel Division 1, Vale Wanderers 2, Crettyard United B, 0. Parkville United B, 0, St. Patrick's Boys B, 1. Castle Rangers 2, Kaleshan FC 1. Bagnallstown AFC 0, Ardatton Athletic FC 4. Nationalist Premier Division, Parkville United 1, Crettyard United 4. Hanover Harps 1, St. Patrick's Boys 2. Dolman Celtic 3, Kilry Celtic 3.